lace up your boots and get ready for TM5 United, your one-stop shop for all the news about our five stripes. Here's your hosts, Abner Castellanos and David Donis. Welcome in, everybody, to TM5 United. I know you guys missed us. We missed last week, but we're going to make up for it this week for sure. Um, I had some family coming into town, so we went out on vacation. Um, so it was just a really, really crazy week. Um, but first, let me introduce you to my lovely co-host, as always, Abner El Chaparito Castellanos. How you doing, man? Hey, guys. How y'all doing? Yeah. Um, once again, blame David. He was the one that uh, couldn't make the podcast. So. Nah, he had family in. I was busy all week, so we couldn't make up time. And, uh, you know, just like a good marriage, you know, I can't do anything without you, baby. So I couldn't do it by myself. Oh, that warms my heart. Uh, but yeah, like Abner mentioned, uh, I have family in town. It was really my wife's family, so you guys can kind of blame her. Uh, <laughs> but we went to we went to Savannah. We went to Charleston. So got some beach time. Got a nice tan. Um, but I'm back. Uh, however, I was disappointed at this weekend's result. And, uh, you know, another result as well. So Abner, let's get into this first. I don't want to dwell on it too long because it's already happened. But Atlanta United lose two to one to Memphis. Uh, what is it? Memphis nine hundred one. Nine hundred one. In uh, in Kennesaw, so technically our home. Two to one. Abner, how do you feel about this result? It's terrible, man. It was terrible. It started great. You know, we. Uh, you know, if everybody has gone to those games. You get general admission. You can sit right behind the goal, and that's where me, uh, Bryce, um, and then some of my other buddies, Reggie, um, and uh, who else went with me? Damn, I already forgot. Uh, my you buddy Brandon. <laughs> I was already wasted when I got there. Yeah. Uh, but it started great. They scored on our side. Great ball from Ayuja. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, man, it's going to be a good day. Like, we're just going to score, and everybody's just going to have fun. And David, man, I think they scored way too early. They're like, ah, let's just coast. And the subs came in, and uh, that's where everything we just went downhill. Yeah, and really quick before I get into the the breakdown, um, I was kind of surprised that, that you know the stadium wasn't really there wasn't a whole lot of people there. Was it because there was like a chance of rain? Do you think there was a chance of rain? I noticed the same thing. Uh, the uh, supporter section looked a little um, a little empty. Uh, the stadium around looked a little empty. I mean, you can still hear the supporters and us yelling, but uh, definitely not as full as I've seen been at some of the other games. So I think weather can play. I can't say a midweek, midweek, uh, midweek game an issue with it because we've had other midday weeks games and it's right, still packed right. out. So uh, I don't know. I think weather had an issue. I mean, it is a open stadium. So I think a lot of people feared that it was going to rain and uh, not a lot of people are to just sit there and you know, kind of, kind of, I wish I was one of those people that didn't go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so really quick, the match breakdown, as Abner mentioned, uh, Tyler Wolf scores in the third minute. So we're rocking and rolling, thinking it's going to be a, a great game. But really, dude, except after that last, after that third minute, and then at the end, we were taking this game, we really didn't do much. Um, so at Memphis was pressuring, and honestly, uh, Diop had a great game, which is going to go against what happened this past weekend. But he had a great game and really kept us in that game because... Memphis was just pressuring, and uh, you could just tell we had we had no midfield um, because obviously we were resting on Mada there, so uh, we didn't have him. But Gudrum uh, for Memphis scores in the 96th minute. 
uh, on a penalty right before the, the game is almost over and Atlanta United has a win. Um, they tie the game and then they score an extra time in the 100th minute or chasing the game. Had a couple of chances, but you know nothing really concrete. Um, so, you know, my thoughts are, it's pretty embarrassing to lose at home. And not really did we lose, but honestly, they were the better team on the night by far. Um, there's some questions I have with Pineda. I don't know if you feel the same, because you got, you got Noah Armada, because you wanted to rest him. Gigi got injured, makes sense. But then you also, you don't have Miles, which those, you know, that's kind of the spine of the team there. And then on top of that, you also don't play Brooks, Gutman, and then Purata for good measure. I mean, I get it. These games, you're not going to start your your starting 11, but you kind of have to mix your, some of your starters with, with your bench players, especially because you could tell we did, did not have control of the game or the midfield. Um, I feel like we should have mixed in some starters in there because I, I just, honestly, I, Abner, I don't think we're that deep. I don't think we're that deep. I mean, you take out a few starters and I think anybody in MLS could beat us and we lost to a, a USL team. I think they're USL. Yeah, it's crazy, right? I mean, hats off to Steven Glass. Uh, he definitely ran us off the field. Um, you know, his players, you could tell they played hard for him. Um, and just to kind of correct, they Brooks did play, Goodman and Purata actually all played. Uh, they came in at They sub, came in but, later, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, they came yeah, in that's later. what I meant. Okay, yeah. Starters. Yeah, they came in later. I mean, they... I mean, it's kind of hard, but yeah, I agree with you, man. Maybe, maybe what we were saying earlier, maybe we're not as deep as we thought, right? Um, it's just, and when when those subs came out, man, it, there was nobody up front, nobody. Barry has gone, what well, he started to a decline. Uh, Cho was a great that one game, and now, you know, we're back to you know what he, we thought he was. I guess um, he hasn't really showed anything at all. Um, and, you know, I don't know what's going on with Derujo, bro. Like, it just feels like he doesn't want to be here sometimes or he sometimes he tries too hard. I don't know. I, don't, I really don't know. Um, it's very, it's disappointing. It's disappointment uh, for the fans and for the club, you know, at this point of stage, expect, you know, us to at least go to the next round. Now, if we lose to an MLS team, you know, there's a little bit no, you know, not to downgrade or downplay any of the of those guys because they play their hearts off uh, even playing at that level but when you lose to one of those teams like it does make you question your club and then but if it was the MLS team that we lose to you're like okay well at least we lost to the Philadelphia right. Union or whatever you know at least there's we can at least bank on that uh, but I, I just think there's no excuse and I was hoping uh, that Pineda would, you know, gather his time. He said that everybody forgot about the midweek loss and we're prepped up for this game. And then this game happens. And I don't know about you, David, but I almost, I almost had to go buy a new TV this weekend. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it was frustrating, man. Like, you, Amada had a great game. Um, I mean, I don't think he was at 100%, 80%, but it, it's, it's frustrating going for the Memphis. Like, you kind of give them a slack because – don't want to put all your starters you don't want to put all your bench you want to put a good team out there but uh, the subs never didn't really make sense um and that cost us the game okay let's forget about that you talk about this weekend what happens david tell me yeah and really quick just just to give people the, you know uh, some context in that memphis game memphis had 30 shots compared to our 10 um that's at home uh so that kind of shows that our backup team doesn't even match up with a USL starting first team. Um, so yeah, like you mentioned, dude, no excuses. Uh, it's embarrassing, but you know, it's, you kind of want to shrug it off. 
coming strong with the weekend game in Nashville. Um, and you know, the Open Cup too, it, that's, a, you know, that's a good trophy to win. It's not like the family home insurance cup, right? There's respect when you win the U.S. Open Cup. And we were their longest reigning champs. I mean, obviously that was due to COVID. But, like, you know, I just I thought we, we could have done better. But regardless, you shrug it off. You you uh, pick yourself up from your book, book, bootstraps. Uh, but instead what happens is La United lose 3-1 to one in Nashville at beautiful Geodis Park. Um, match breakdown. So, uh, I mean, we started off pretty good. I mean, we had, you're going to see, we, we dominated probably all the stats that matter, the possession stats. Well, not that matter, because obviously the one that matters is the scoreline. But, uh, 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 Pical scores, Pical, Pical, whatever, Pical, or whatever you want to call him, scores in 36 oh, minutes. Oh. <laughs> Off a corner from, um, Honey Mukhtar, who was just a menace in this game. Um, really, I mean, uh, I, I, you know, I, I fault Diop a bit on that because if you come out as a keeper, you got to get a touch on that. Um, back post wide open, ball goes in. Uh, half ends 1 0, half starts, 56 minute. Teal Bunbury scores again. Um, Honey Mokhtar takes a shot. Diop blocks it, goes right to Teal Bunbury. He's, he either needs to catch that or make sure you block that ball and goes far and wide. So we're down 2 0, chasing the game now. But there's a little ray of sunlight as uh, we get taken down in the box. Amada steps up. Beautiful PK. 2-1. We're chasing the game. We're attacking. Looking like we might get the second one. But obviously when you're pushing up that much, you open yourselves up to a counterattack. It happens. And Nashville puts the game away in the 91st minute by a goal from Schaffelberg. Um, And that's all she wrote. So Abner, what are your overall thoughts on the game? Um, were we, uh, we were down to play to start the game, right? <laughs> Are you talking about Arujo? I'm talking about our forward. Oh, uh, Cho? <laughs> I mean, you have Cho, you have Barry. I mean, you know, do you want to jump off a bridge? Or you want to jump off a, you know, 30 foot building? I don't know. I think whatever's worse. It's, it's bad, right? Um, yeah, <laughs> I think uh, if, if you guys hear, um, you know, Bryce over there at TM5, they overview a little bit of the game. And one of the many, 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 actually, sorry, not many of the things I agree on with him. Uh, but I think he had a point <laughs> where without Gigi, like, we have nobody to play that spot, right? You know, if we lose our mother, we can somehow forge and hide that midfield spot a little bit. But without, a, without Gigi up front, it's you know it's 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 scary right and we were hoping we would have at least somebody to step in there or maybe change the formation a little bit to make it comfortable for uh, the guys up front but um yeah man it, it was hard to watch uh like i said arujo some brilliance here and there some flicks here and there hoo-ha hoo-ha but like my coach mm, used to say to for it yeah like my coach used to say like What's the difference if you're making a simple pass and you're making a backfield pass? It's still going to the same person. It doesn't do and he anything. Said, and, and he said that he said that to you a lot of times, didn't he? A, a lot of times, yeah. Because you know <laughs> me, like I, I would do the whole Ronaldinho no look pass, you know, and stuff yeah. like that. It's like it's just like and the player's like two feet from me. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, and the guys were just yeah. like uh, nobody was even trying to get the ball from you. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like you know, doing toe touches and doing little scissors when nobody's around me. Uh, but no, it's just the fact that. We see the skill, we see the potential, and uh, it's just not there, man. And when you when you saw him come off, he looked like you know, 
he didn't look mad, but he didn't look like, oh, okay, like I'm coming off. You know, was, I don't know. I think Sosa had a great game. I think Sosa woke up to what he was at the whenever we first signed him. He was one of my favorite players. I still is. Um, played really good. Really won a lot of uh, good aerial duels. Uh, percentage of passing going to up front, the long balls and everything was there. So I think he had a great overall game. I think him and Amala were the only ones that had a positive rating. <laughs> if we look at the Rays, I think David's going to give that to us here shortly. Um, dude, we, we uh, um, you know, let's, you know, we're back at, you know, one thing I am happy is April is gone and today is May and we have a new month to look forward to. And hopefully we can turn this thing around, man, because I, I April, I just kind of want to put that put that away. It wasn't a it wasn't a nice month when it comes to Atlanta United soccer. Yeah, yeah, April wasn't kind to us. Uh, I mean, it, uh, well, we had two two wins. Um, you know, very very hard wins to come by, but that's the nature of this league. But you know, like what you just mentioned, honestly, I think you take out Gigi, you take out, out Almada, and you take out Miles Robinson. With that's two out of our three DPS. I mean, you got a you got an average team there. Uh, nobody really looks like they can pick up the slack when the top dogs are out. Um, Arujo, like you mentioned, uh, disappears too much. He does he does a lot of tricks and, and and all the things you mentioned, but he's really at the end of the day has not much to show for it. Uh, no goals, very few assists. Well, he had the one goal at the thing the very beginning of the season, um, but other than that, he just disappears. Roseto, we talked about, it. he started off the season so well, and in this game, he was you know average. Um, so yeah, just. Uh, not a great performance uh, even though we dominated possession but again it's we talk about this all again it's about having meaningful possession and if you have the ball but you don't look dangerous to scoring then what's the point in having the freaking ball right mm -hmm. um, but let me ask you something do you think we're at that point that maybe Pineda needs to bench our Rujo? I think I called it for that um couple of weeks ago i just think he needed to sit him down maybe humble him a little bit i don't know um if you want a show dog for tricks you get a show dog if you want a dog to <laughs> hunt you get a dog to hunt you're not going to expect a show dog to hunt right so um we he just got to figure it out you know what's the best um decision for us to go out there and win i mean at the end of the day three points are critical man especially in the league you know like we said earlier um in the pod um the earlier episodes uh, away games one point is critical zero points it's not yeah. that great three points is 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 awesome amazing and you know and we haven't been able and it has it has been games where we've been in it and we kind of you know three one looks bad but it essentially it's two one you know Let's go. We pushed everybody forward. Purata was playing the nine. We pushed everybody forward. They caught us on the counter. That's just one of the things you're going to have to risk to, you know, try and get a goal. It is what it is. Right. Everybody knows that. So ideally 2-1, but how did they get to the two, right? And I just think he needs to either make some changes, you know, or, you know, really at the end of the year, depending how we end or even the mid-year, you know, maybe, you know, Nala is not going to be the guy for the job. I mean, that we're uh, going to have to put well, him on a hot seat eventually, right? We're still in third place, so we gotta we got to take, you know, take that into... We're still doing well. It's MLS. It's very forgiving league. But, yeah, you know, I, I think... I wouldn't mind seeing some mix-up and maybe maybe we try at the end on, you know, on that side and have him start over Arujo and then see how that works. 
um, I wouldn't mind seeing that. But another question, um, and I'll get into the match stats here in a second. Um, but do you think we go down two nil if Brad Guzan is the keeper? Mm. How much do you fault? How much do you fault Diop? Because those two goals, I mean, they they could have been prevented. I think with the, I mean, right, the first right one keeper. was the corner, right? The corner. Yeah, but there's a flick onto the back port, uh, post, and he comes out, doesn't get a touch on it, so there's no keeper in the back yeah. of the net. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and then the second goal, Honey Mukhtar, he's dribbling. I mean, he takes a decent shot. Keeper gets makes a save, and it right falls right into the feet of Teal Bunber, and he puts it away. Yeah. He yeah, could have parry right. that. He could parry that. He could. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but, I think, I mean, and I think, you know, I think the biggest thing of that, um, you know, that difference between Brad and, you know, Diab, because I think Diab has actually played really well, um, it's going to be that leadership, right? Brad's going to know, Brad's going to know ahead of it, you know, who where where he wants his players. Is he going to come out? Is he not going to come out? Is he going to stay home, back post covering, who's covering who? But your backup keeper is kind of like, you want to be that, and I'm sure he is, but, you know, some of the guys may not react. I don't know. Um, I don't think I fought him. I think I fought him more for the corner than I do for the save. Uh, that's what I. That's what I'd say too. I think the first one, if he, he can, if he gets a touch on that, I don't think it's a goal. You know, I mean, it's he, a crowded. It's yeah, it's a crowded. It's a crowded front post. You know, just wait for the yeah. rebound. You know, if you're gonna go out like these, you know, they used to say, and I used to tell my keepers when I used to train them, you're gonna go out. You better get a touch on it because if you don't get a touch. I like I said, it's a high percent chance that it's going to be a goal. So you go out, you go strong, and you get a touch on it, and then you know reset once you get back on on your feet. Um, so I, I mean, I don't think I think what we're missing more out of Brad is going to be that leadership in the back line. You know? Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, and just to go over some of the player ratings, um, Yob had the lowest with five point one. Um, you had Goodman with five point five, Purata five point five. Brooks 5.9, so still, you know, decent game, but pretty low ratings on the back line. Um, so, in the highest ratings, obviously, we had Armada had the 8.0, and like you mentioned, Sosa had a good game. His rating was the next highest at 7.0, but, um, you know, pretty low to average numbers for, for um, you know, the whole team. But here are the match stats. So, as I mentioned, Atlanta United dominated possession 66 34. Um, uh, expected goals, uh, Nashville wins that with 2.43, so our 1.44. 11 shots for Nashville, 17 for Atlanta United. Um, I don't really think those are really quality shots, <laughs> I would say. Um, and then, dude, this, this, that is pretty crazy. Accurate passes, 441 to Atlanta United to 189 to Nashville. That's a pretty crazy stat right there. Um, so what that, what that shows is, we had a lot of the ball. Um, we passed it a lot, but really, we weren't really dangerous in the in the final third. And that's it's going to cost you because the teams aren't scared of you, and then you're pushing numbers forward, especially if you go down. You're chasing it, and the defense didn't look too good on the on the night either. <clears throat> so with that being said, um, you know, let's get into the next match preview. Um, we really. Oh. Joseph Martin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. We are playing Inter Miami um, CF. They like to use instead of FC, which is what Club Foot or Club, Club de Foot? Club de Football. Oh, that's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically Inter Miami, the Club de Football, or something like that. 
Yeah. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Um, against us, Atlanta United, we are playing away again, which is pretty odd because um, we just we this is the second time we've had back-to-back away games. Uh, so it's it's pretty odd. I mean. Hopefully, I mean, we, the next week we have two home games, so I guess it makes up. But it's always tough when you have another away game. You have one away game and another one again the next week. Um, I, you know, you like it to be a little bit staggered. Um, but Atlanta United uh, still, I mentioned we're in third place. We got 18 points. Inter Miami's coming in in 12th place with nine points. Um, so they're playing at home. Uh, they're going to come in, obviously, one of the three points. Uh, we need to get a positive result. So obviously, you know, a tie, I think, is, you know, the, the you know, what most likely is the best result we can hope for. But obviously, three points would be amazing. Definitely don't want to have back-to-back losses. That would be bad. Um, and Miami came off of a win this past weekend, 2-1 versus Columbus Crew. Um, and you had Campana that's back now. He scores two goals coming back. So you got him to worry about. Um, you got Mota. You got our good old friend Yedlin. And of course, you can never, ever take your eyes off of the revenge game for Joseph Martinez. Uh, how, how do you, what do you feel about this game, Abner? Um, I mean, I, it's cool that he's playing against us. I think it's going to be more special when he comes here, um, obviously, yeah. for many reasons. Uh, but I mean, you're still, you know, you, you know, you get you get released or you get traded or, you know, and you go to my, you go to another team and you see the team is coming in. There's there's mixed feelings, right? There's feelings of man that was that's that was where I made my my mark. And then it's like man, like they didn't want me or you know whatever the case may be. Um, so I, I think I don't think it's gonna be as um, critical in that sense till he comes here. You know what I'm saying? I think that's gonna be more of a emotional for both sides and blah blah blah. I think and we'll get to that whenever we get to that. Let's get to the. They were on a six-game losing streak, about right. My Inter Miami was, or my yeah, that right? it yeah. is pretty bad. It's pretty bad, and they beat Columbus, which I hate to bring it up, but you all saw what Columbus did to us. They scored a touchdown against us. <laughs> scored a touchdown and missed a field goal. I, I really don't want to remember. Um, so I mean, they they're coming off a good win, um, and they're coming home, and it's weird, like you said, we're coming, <laughs> we're going from Nashville all the way back to Miami they usually like you know do a nice little like road trip but i guess not um so it's kind of odd but um we gotta um haven't kept a clean sheet in five matches so if i was a betting man i would say that atlanta united gets scored on uh, <laughs> yeah so it, it's it's that it's, it's i know it's you know it's kind of hard for us to you know be you know, be like oh, we're gonna go in there and win. I mean, that's how I am because I always expect United to win. I think this one is gonna be a, it's gonna be a tough test. You know, especially coming off two losses, um, coming off losses where majority of your players didn't look that good. Uh, coming off where you're hoping your our GG is back. You know, for not to be worried about what's coming up front and worried that. It could be a pivot point where I know it's early, but I'm, when, when I refer as a pivot point is if Pinata does start Etienne over Arujo, you know, that can do one or two things. Um, it could turn. You can look and see how great we're playing without him and see like, you know, and wake him up like, hey, man, like you could be a part of it. You just got to buy into it more or 
it could be where he's like, well, if they're not going to start me, you know, I'm a DP. I don't care. I'm going to leave anyways because there were rumors that people wanted him at the beginning of the season. So who knows they what don't the want summer is. Yeah. Who knows what the summer, <laughs> what the summer transfer is going to look like, right? So I think it's pivot and it's critical in that sense for us as uh, as a team to see what we end up doing. What What is Pinata? What, like, you're the coach right now. Like, what can you do? You know, is he not, you know, is he not pushing them to be better? Is he not, you know, are the players not uh, responding to him? Like, what, what's, is it more of an internal thing? Is it just we're in a slump? It's kind of hard to tell, right? Because you see the guys out there, they're fighting, but then you see some guys that are not fighting. Then you see Pineda always like, oh, well, this, well, this, well, this. Well, like, dude, you, you lost Memphis. It is what it is. Let's put that away. You, we lost to Nashville, a game we could have won. Even I know Gigi wasn't there, but we definitely could have won. So now what, what are you going to do? What are you going to bring? Are you going to bring something different? Are you going to be the same and expect the same result? You know, it, it, we're in a we're in a bad pivot right now as fans and also as I'm sure as players and as the coaching staff to see what we're going to do. I, I hate to use the, you know, yes, there's injuries, but guess what? Everybody in the league has injuries. And they find something, they, they change something. I just feel like we've had injuries and we haven't changed anything. You know? Like, maybe Barry and Cho are more comfortable playing with two strikers instead of just one. You know? Maybe Arujo... Maybe Arujo... It would be an interesting, right? Or maybe Arujo is more comfortable not doing as much defensive work you know like there's a lot of you know maybe maybe even, maybe know. you can move uh, maybe you can even move Arujo as a striker maybe you can move it as a striker let him be up there and you know there's a lot of possibilities but we had look my thing is we haven't done anything to go in any direction you know at least try it you know at least yeah you know like you gotta be, be prepared and um I'm gonna let you talk but as a when I used to coach we used to, we always used to um uh, with my players, I always used to—I forgot what the word was—but anytime it was a it was a game where we needed to win and we needed to change our formation to push more numbers forward, knowing that we're gonna have a big risk of not having forwards, I would we would practice it right. We I would be like, hey, you know, whatever the, the formation was, and my boy, my guys would know what it was, and they switch it right away and go, right. This team needs something like that. They need something where. I think starting off, they need a different approach, and you know that's where I, that's where I'm at. I want to see a different approach. If I see the same lineup or something similar, it's it, bro. You better buy me like two bottles of whiskey or mm-hmm. have two bottles of whiskey this Saturday or something because I think it's gonna be a long day. Yeah, well, that's why your team lost every game, man, because of the <laughs> bad coaching decision. But hey, no, man. I agree. I agree. If uh, if if we don't have Gigi. Uh, we got to mix things up because uh, Gigi just adds a whole nother dynamic to this team and we're more dangerous. I mean, I think if you take away Gigi's goals this season, we probably wouldn't even be in a playoff spot. Um, that's how crucial he is. So if we're not getting that production up there and you're playing with one striker and it's Chol and Barry that, I mean, you know, we see their work rate is fine, but they're just not dangerous and they're not, they don't have that killer instinct like Gigi does. So if that, if Gigi's going to be out, we got to make some changes up there. Like you mentioned, maybe two strikers, maybe put our Rougeau up top or you take our Rougeau out and put it the end on the wing. Let's see what that does. Um, so it's really hard because, you know, that's a question I want to ask, you know, what were the lineup changes? It's going to be difficult to tell until we know what the status of Gigi is coming into that game. Um, but do you think, uh, 
because Ibada wasn't in the 18 for the Nashville game. Do you think he starts this game? Um, I would assume he would at least be on the bench. And why do you do you know why he wasn't in the 18? I, I thought he was in the 18. Was he not? Um, I mean, I don't. Check. I don't see. Oh, he was on the 18. I'm sorry, my mistake. Okay, yeah. yeah, he was on the 18, but he didn't come in as a, he didn't yeah. come in as a sub. Do you think it was because of, you know, obviously he was out the last game because of red cards. Do you think uh, is trying to teach him a lesson or something? That's really a really odd choice for me that he wouldn't come in for one single minute in that game. See, that's yeah, that's what I was looking at because like I like once again I think Sosa had a great game. <laughs> Um, I don't, Rosetto, I don't think was doing that well, so I, was, I expected Rosetto to kind of come out a little bit sooner, um, and maybe you know we go there. But he put Cedric in at the 88th minute. You're not going to do anything at the 88th minute, so that kind of throws that away. So I figured he would put Ibada in and maybe push Sosa a little bit forward. Um, and yeah, let, Sosa you know, doesn't Amada... go. Sosa never goes forward. Sosa... Well, I'm saying like when you have when you have two defensive players, you know you're gonna have more of a pivot. When you have Rosetto and Amada, Rosetto and Amada are gonna be more of your attacking options, right? Right. So I think if you put if you put Sosa and Ibada, Wiley and Arujo or Etienne, whoever I was on the wing at the time, don't have to track back as much. So it kind of you kind of you kind of put a security blanket knowing that they're both defensive minded players. So. Maybe he wanted more of an attacking minded because Cedric is at that, but it was that 88th minute. And Rosetto, I don't think, had a really good game that game. So I was surprised at DC, bro. Maybe it was like, hey, because he does tackle hard <laughs> and he yeah. does go after it. It does get yellow. So maybe protecting him in that sense. Um, either way, yeah, just like you, I was surprised I didn't see him on a, um, at least come in at least 15, 20 minutes or so. Yeah, I mean, and yeah, I mean, he had the bad giveaway too in his last game that led to a goal, and he had the red card. But besides that, I mean, he was having a pretty good season. Um, so we'll see if he, if Benita decides to start him or at least come off the bench. And I mean, I'm sure he'll probably give Sosa another game since he had a he had a pretty good game. So Admiral, as always, what is your prediction for this game against David Beckham's Phil Neville into Miami team? Uh, man, to be honest, man, I'm hoping for a win, and I always go for a win. But I think I'm going to be different this time. I'm going to say 2-2. Two, 2-2? Two. Two, two. Mm, I like that. I like that. I'm going to, just to be different from you, I'm going to say 1-1. One, one, but uh, I, I agree that I think there's gonna it's going to be a draw. It's not a bad result, obviously, you know, but we got to take care of the business when we come home. Um, however, I do think that if the game is tied or Miami's looking for a goal, um, I think they are going to try some mind games and, 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 and throw Joseph in like at the 80th minute or 85th minute or something to see <laughs> to see what that does. I definitely see that happening. Yeah, so uh, yeah, so I think 2-2. Two, two, uh, what'd you say? Sorry, what, what you said 2-2-2? Two, two, two? No, I said 1-1. One, 1-1, one. One, one. Uh, okay. Uh, who scores? Scores? Well, yeah. again, we don't know if Gigi, if, if Gigi's in, he's definitely scoring. Um if he doesn't score, if he's not in, um, you know, I'll, I'll probably give it to um, Almada to put it in. Almada? Yeah. That's, good, I mean, that's on, bold. On the flip side, I would probably have uh, Campana or as much as I hated Joseph doing something to us. I mean, he didn't, he didn't come in last game, so. Well, that's the thing. It's like Joseph hasn't scored all season. But, I mean, he's had a yeah. 
And so like it may it makes like it's just steady enough for he hasn't scored all season. But what guess what? His first goal is against Atlanta first United. Atlanta United. Like, yeah. I hope right. it doesn't happen, but yeah. I, I, I I could definitely see mind games go, going uh, on. Hopefully not. Hopefully not, man. Hopefully, hopefully not. not. But yeah, I, I think I think a draw is in store for us, but um, you know, obviously we always wanna win. If Gigi's in the game, I think that chance is higher. If Gigi doesn't is not ready, I think that chance of us winning um, falls dramatically. Um, and obviously, we 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 gotta not give up the first goal, like we've talked about all all, all season. Um, but you know, some some other news from from around the league and in American soccer before uh, before we end the pod. So, uh, Sporting Kansas City, man. At least we're not in their boat, man. Still winless. They are the bottom dwellers of this league. Um, I haven't heard that um, Peter Ramis has gotten fired, but at this point, like, dude, let's freaking fire him, man. Yeah, Come on. <laughs> uh, he's had a long enough leash. Um, they need to do something there because that's, that's pretty bad. Um, and then LFC didn't play this past weekend, so they still remain undefeated. So those are the two defeated and undefeated teams of this uh, so far still in Going into uh, this will be match week eleven, I believe, coming up. So we're starting to get there, getting deep into the season. Um, we also got CCL uh, Concacaf Champions League coming up this week. So LAFC is going to play Philly tomorrow. Uh, their first leg was one-one in Philly. So now, uh, now they go to LA. Uh, you would favor LA to win at home. That one, they don't need a whole lot to win that one. Um, and then you got Leon versus Tigres, which Tigres won their first leg two to one. So now they're going to Leon. So setting up for a Tigres LAFC final, but we'll see what happens. You'll have MLS versus uh, Liga Mekis in the final either way. So keep an eye out for for that one. Um, and Abner, if you had to pick between the, between those four teams, who you think is going to take it? Uh, those four. Um, let me see. Atlanta United, Atlanta United, Atlanta United. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man! I mean, it's gonna be Everless versus Liga Becky, right? At the end of, the, of it all, anyway. Yeah, no matter what, it's no either what, gonna. Uh, it's either gonna be. It just depends on the the team. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with just because I want. You know, obviously, I want. I, would, I hate. I hate saying this because I don't. I hate going for. A team that's not us in the MLS, but just for the MLS to look better, right? Because we don't want Liga MX to look better than us. Um, I think the best team that gives a chance would be LAFC, right? Yeah, you're probably right, but uh, I know this is going to sound salty, but they've had too much good fortune recently. I mean, they they were Supporters Shields winners. Hey, they're uh, the true LA team, anyways. And, ooh, and they and they won <laughs> MLS Cup. But I'm I'm rooting. I'm hoping Philly does something. Uh, and the only reason I, I got uh, you know the only beef I have against LAFC is mainly their uh, their supporters at 3252. Because uh, I went I went to the uh, El Trafico. Beat you up, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. They probably would jump. try it. They would try it. But I went to El Trafico and uh, it was Galaxy versus LAFC. And I don't know why Galaxy did this, but they they decided to honor Donovan that game. And they, the 3252 fans, all were booing Donovan the entire time they were honoring him. So that that rubbed me the wrong way. I like it. Way. That's good. 
That's that good. Me the wrong way. Well, look, I get it. I get it. Hey. It's a I get it. It's a rivalry, but you gotta respect what Lightning Donovan has done for the league and soccer in America in general. Oh. Yeah, typical Cowboys fan. Oh, I hate anything Philly, bro. So I kind of want LA, LAFC to kind of go through. What do you have against Philly? You the only, the only good thing about the only thing good thing about Philly is two things: Aki Balboa what? and Allen Iverson. That's it. <laughs> Those are two pretty good things. What, what do you have against Philly? <laughs> Eagles, bro. Screw anything Philly, man. They're the worst fans ever. Uh, that's football, though. This is real football. I don't want to talk about the other football. But yeah. <laughs> There's many reasons why I don't like Philadelphia, but other than those two guys. All right, all right. So one last thing. So the U.S. Soccer Federation, finally we've Jesse got some Marsh. kind of movement. Jesse Marsh. Well, they appoint Matt Crocker as yeah. sporting director. So he was formerly uh, of Southampton. Um, wow. So I think uh, most, a lot of people have been clamoring with the whole Gio Reyna, um, I got a halter thing. A lot of people applauded this. Uh, like we're going, you know, someone outside of, yeah, you know, the soccer world. So I think most people saw it as a good thing. Um, do you see it in the same lens? Did you like that? That it's somebody outside and not somebody within, you know, this U.S. soccer world? Is he? Um, what is he? Is he English? Yeah, uh, he's English. He's Southampton, so he's got to be. Uh. Man. You know that that's I mean I see it I like it because it's you know it's something somebody from outside coming in it's not something from in house but you always want you know American to lead America right you don't you know it's kind of be weird if you were like you know Guatemalan playing for like a Japanese you know a soccer team yeah or something, but that happens you know? a lot yeah, that happens a lot I know I know that's what I'm saying I know but I'm like I'm, I'm glad though like you said you pointed out it's somebody from the outside coming in so I like that. Only thing I, I know is going to bring, I think Jesse Marsh is going to come in. I mean, that's 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 there, right? I wouldn't mind seeing it. Um, I mean, I'm just saying. Obviously, we you know we've seen we when the big outside signing we had was um, Eric Klinsman, um, and we saw how well that went. So just just because somebody's outside doesn't necessarily mean they're going to do everything right, and we're just going to start. You know, being amazing. We don't, we don't say that name, David. He didn't bring Donovan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. With speaking of we Donovan, yeah, we don't uh, say that name. Yeah, so I mean, I, I'm still, you know, reserved because we got to see what he does, um, what, who the who the coach is going to be. But I mean, we got some tournaments coming up, man. We got, uh, you know, Nations League. We got the Gold Cup coming in in um, what two months. Uh, we and we have we don't have a coach. <laughs> So uh, we got to we got to we got to get things ready so we can be ready for the 2026 World Cup because let's face it, man, we're old now. These things when we were kids used to take forever. Now it's like, oh man, it's time flies. It's already the next World Cup. You're already yeah, you're already, already gonna start qualifying, and we're not gonna be even qualifying this time. So uh, it'll it's be, gonna be weird. To it is gonna be really weird, man. But guess what? On the other side, Guatemala has a better chance. Guatemala, we don't make it, ya está. Yeah, I'm done, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah. We don't make it, bro. I am, oh, man. Yeah. I told my dad, I was like, like this is the most. We, they're adding more teams to the World Cup. Three of the teams are already qualified, so they don't have to qualify. And it's three of the hardest teams, so <laughs> come on, man. Hey, speaking uh, of Guatemala, we do have the Sub-8 this, uh, this coming up soon. Oh, yeah? 
World Cup? World Cup. Yep, it's going to be in Argentina. The Sumete, they took it away from uh, Indonesia. Yeah. Uh, so we have that too. I don't know what I think the time difference is going to be, but I know they're going to be passing it either like Paramount or Fox. I got I to gotta figure that out because I definitely want to cheer on the, the boys. We have Argentina in our group, New Zealand, and uh, uh, another qualifier thing that needs to come in. All right, cool, cool, cool. Nice, nice. Side well, note, mijo. Oh, what else you got? I said no. That was just a side note. Yeah, people, people are clamoring to know what's going on with uh, what the football. So we got to keep them plugged in. Got that jersey coming in too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and really quick. Obviously, we all saw. Uh, this isn't really soccer news, but uh, sort of. But you know, Wrexham uh, finally qualified. I mean, qualified. Got promoted. So they're going up to the. Uh, I think it's what the national league or yeah so they're coming to the united states i saw um, oh, i think it might be football league too uh, i saw eric eric posted that they're playing against the galaxy i think over the yeah, summer galaxy 2 apparently which is weird Something like that. i and mean I, I believe they're playing chelsea over here too aren't they yeah chelsea and i think i think there was another team but i know chelsea and i saw la uh um galaxy as well so that's pretty cool yeah yeah, good for them. I mean, you got the Rob McElhaney from Always Sunny Philadelphia and obviously Ryan Red, Reynolds, Deadpool to see their uh, their investment pay off. So we'll see what happens uh, now that they moved up. And, um, you know, obviously I'm sure their final goal is to be in the Premier League. So uh, that's a that's a cool, cool story. Um, but other than that, Mijo, is there anything else uh, you want to add? Um, no, man. Hey, guys, keep your heads up. Like David said, you know, we're still in third place. You know, it's a lot of, you know, mixed emotions going in. Keep cheering on cheering on the Land United, man. We're a big club. Uh, you know, you know, we're going to have ups. We're going to have downs. It's a, it's a matter of, you know, main thing is to get into that playoff and then play 3,675 games to get to that uh, final championship game. So, um, you know, let's go. Let's get loud. Let's get rowdy. We played this Saturday away and then we're back home. Um, to protect this home home that we have built here in Atlanta. It's a long season, and yeah, we'll we'll get to come home and face Charlotte. So hopefully we have a repeat of what happened in in Charlotte when we went uh, up there um, versus now they're coming to Atlanta. I want to see that happen again in the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. But Abner, it's been real talking to you. Let's go Atlanta United. Let's get hopefully three points, but hey, I'll be happy with the draw. But let's keep, we got good spirits. Almost ATL, baby. Almost. All right, we out.